can't believe your future employer is telling you, like, why did you no, write no. the word come? <laughs> All over the internet, next to your name. Hello, and this is Katie Mack, the host and creator of Single Sounds, the very first podcast that helps single Londoners find a date. And huge announcement on this week's episode, huge, 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 is that the highly anticipated Single Sounds live show is happening in one month's time on Wednesday, the 28th of June. Woo! I'm so excited. What is going to happen on this evening is I'm going to be interviewing some single Londoners in person for you all to see, maybe. There will be some special guests interactive elements and most importantly a singles event after party where you can meet previous guests of the show and who knows maybe meet your next date from the audience tickets are on sale now you can find them in the show notes under this episode and the link in the single sounds bio on instagram at single sounds get them while they're available as there is limited tickets and i can't wait to see you there back to this week's episode This character is always on the hunt for a good story, but if it leads to a relationship, she won't be disappointed. She can't promise she will be on time for your date or won't finish your sentences, but she will entertain you with her vivacious personality and make sure your social media is locked down from any potential employers. Hello, welcome to Single Sounds. Hello. <laughs> nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. Let's get into your quick fire round. Peak the listener's interest, what you're looking for, dating-wise. Your who, what, where. So first off, who are you sexually attracted to? So guys, I like a guy, not a girl. Sorry, girls. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So, oh, they'll go over it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're all fine about it. Um, yeah, so guys, um, where... London. I'm based in London. Work in London. Work in the East End. Nice. Proper like rough. No I'm joking. <laughs> it's not really. But it is a bit Bethnal Green. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh yeah, that is a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit rough. <laughs> um, but I don't live in the rough part of East London. But I do live in East London. So okay. happy to travel around London. I work quite central and east. So yeah, east is yeah. well connected. Yeah. Um, and what about what are you looking for? So <laughs> probably someone. A- bit more serious like actually want to date someone and like get to know someone that would be really nice um but equally open to sort of like a good story a nice day you know (laughs) nice people as long as you're not an idiot or a lot horrible then yeah you know let's go a nice experience yeah yeah, I like that we're looking for a nice experience (laughs) I'm looking for someone nice and kind (laughs) (laughs) any height age preferences um so I'm only five three so yeah. height has never been a problem for me. Like it's nice. Like okay, there are guys out there that are probably shorter than me or the same height as me, but it's quite uncommon. So yeah. you know, I'm not too bothered with height. Don't Age, I def my friends will like laugh at this, but I definitely like an older guy. So okay. I'm twenty nine. Don't yeah. know if you want us to disclose yeah, that yeah, sort that's of thing. Fine. Um so I'm twenty nine, so I generally date sort of like thirty and above okay. as a standard. But you know, if you're a nice guy and you're out there and you're Think I'm great. <laughs> yeah, right on in. <laughs> Give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I do feel like women date up a lot, so I don't think it's too uncommon. Yeah, I don't know why. There's no reason for this. It's just like something that's happened. Reason. Maturity levels. Yeah, possibly that. Possibly that yeah. <laughs> no, but over the years, I don't know why that's happened. I'm just like, no, no. It's like, it's so ridiculous, isn't it? Because I'm sure there's lots of lovely younger guys that are 
very mature but I'm yet to find any of them yeah there's a really strong trend in my friendship group that I don't think any of our long-term boyfriends are under two years above us as in age-wise oh wow yeah and then one of my school friends um recently she was like oh I actually met a nice guy on Hinge I was like oh go on she's like so I'm 27 so she he's 35 and I was like see See, <laughs> the old ones yeah you just need them to be a little bit more grown up i just a think, more, like, I just think exactly yeah and they tend to then treat you better be nicer i think as well like an older guy is probably more willing to sort of be a bit more serious or like look towards the future whereas like someone my age if i'm struggling to like find my balance how can i expect a guy to mm. also find that so i think dating up is or dating older is definitely more common yeah especially like especially now we're going to move on to your three a's so acceptance adventure and affection going to start with acceptance um so your first question is what would your therapist say about you book a bloody appointment Hello. Come, come visit Hello. me. Have you got all my number? Um, she'd probably say, <laughs> one, book an appointment. Uh, two, meditating before you sleep is not therapy. <laughs> it's not a coping mechanism <laughs> if you're just going for a nap. Um, and that two, she'd probably be like, <laughs> crystals are in your head. Just come and speak to someone. Crystals? Crystals, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. I'm not like massively into it, but like. <laughs> you dabble. I'm like, they're on the side. So like yeah, it must yeah. be doing something, right? <laughs> Well, if you get out the right one, yeah. <laughs> rub it on me before I go to work. No, I actually don't really know how they work. I, <laughs> neither do I, but they're nearby and in my head I'm like, do you know what, it's got to be doing something, hopefully, because yeah. there's no therapist involved. And there should, probably should be. <laughs> um, is there like a romance one? Like a yeah. love one? Sound like an expert on it. So rose quartz is oh, supposed to be like quite that, good at that. One, yeah, yeah. Um, it also looks so pretty. Mm. So like, put it on the side. It looks lovely. Like no one needs to know. But you know, am I walking around holding it? I mean, my friends are like, no. <laughs> no some people do have it on necklaces. Yeah, so I've got like they? I've got jewelry and stuff that, but like, because obviously once I got really into it, all my family were like, oh, this is so easy uh, to buy you gifts now. Yeah. And I was like, so now I've you're got not loads. wearing any. Then. No, no. <laughs> maybe I should have been. <laughs> Should have been wearing that. My friends one. all joke. They're like, "Oh, just get the crystal butt plug out and chill out." <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> caveat, was one. Caveat, I don't have one. However, that is a common joke. If someone's really stressed out, we're like, "Oh, do you want a crystal crystal butt plug?" And they're like, "God, <laughs> get out of my face!" I feel like there's so much content there to like rip your friend that's into oh. the crystals. So you can just keep going. <laughs> they do it all the time because so none of them are into it. Yeah. Not a single one of them. They're all like, you're absolutely away with the fairies. And I'm not. I just like <laughs> got a hobby for like five minutes. But now I use it all the time like in jest. I'm like, oh, do you want this? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> this will help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and what is your most toxic trait? I've got two. Okay. One that I think people say about me and one that I think is mine. Oh, nice. So, That's a good angle. So I think what my friends, family, everybody around me, people at work would say my most toxic trait is thinking that I'm going to be on time for something, <laughs> knowing full well I'm not going to be. <laughs> like You've convinced yourself no, that no, you're no, on time. Like, a disease I'm sure <laughs> so I am that person that will lie in bed procrastinating 
until about five minutes before I need to be somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. But it will be a 30-minute journey away. And I'll still be like, it's fine. I'll be on time. <laughs> and obviously turn up 30 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> Plus. So, like, this weekend we went to this food festival thing. And my friend messaged me. She was like, well, let's get there at 1 rather than 12.30 because, you know, you're always 30 minutes late for everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I texted her and was like, I'm going to be late. She was like, what, for 12.30? I was like, no, no, for one. <laughs> because I've decided that I can just do an every drop-off on on route. Oh, and no. like, she was like, for God's sake, stop doing this. So she and everybody else around me would say being late is definitely a toxic trait of mine. Yeah. Um, and then I actually think my toxic trait is finishing people's sentences. It's, I know I do it and it's annoying. <laughs> it annoys me when I do it. I, I can't stop myself. It's like, yeah. it's like, I do that too though. It's like, in, I, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm intuitive. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm just an arsehole. Like, I'm just... I was going to say, sometimes I do it to almost let someone know that I am enjoying their story slash engaging with them. Yeah, so I like sense? to tell myself that, but sometimes I'll guess what they're going to say and they're like, no, oh. shut up. <laughs> like, stop interrupting me. So like, really I think that's my toxic trait <laughs> get because it, wrong. it annoys me. Even as I say it, I'm like, why you, what, just shut up. Just listen. What's wrong with you? You don't have to talk all turn. the time. Yeah, shut up. So I think that's my toxic trait. And I think, well, to be honest, my friends would probably agree as well. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's that as well. I don't know. I think it's quite endearing. Maybe I'm saying that because I do it too. <laughs> Biased. Yeah, no, it definitely annoys me and it annoys everyone around me, but they just politely look at me like... Yeah, I think then they can make a joke out of it, being like, oh I, no. I almost wish people did it more because I'd probably stop myself. Like, it's quite unconscious at the minute. I sort of just do it. Mm. But if people corrected me all the time, I'd be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> it'd be in your mind, like, yeah. fresh. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Okay, we're going we're gonna to move on to adventure section. Oh no. So you're going to take us on an adventure with your stories. <laughs> Oh, I didn't ask. Is it a worst or a best dating story? Um, I don't think it's the worst. Okay. But it's uh, it's up there. Okay. Go on then. <laughs> I'm there. ready. Got so, my popcorn. caveat, nothing to do with a guy. Guy was lovely, really nice guy. Interesting. I am the problem here. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to date a lot. And, like... It was like a sport at uni. Tinder mm. was like fresh when I was at uni. So um, dating for dinner was very much like a theme. So I've always dated for a funny story. Like yeah. I, I'm just like, do you know what? It'll be fun. Mm. Let's just go and see. I mean, hence probably sitting here. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's a, I think that's the best method. Yeah, very much like do it for the story. Yeah. And um, this one guy, so we lived, um, at the time we lived in Tottenham which sounds really rogue, but like it was, to be honest, it's pretty rough. And we had a six bedroom house with a whole bunch of friends, really social, like obviously a few years ago now. Yeah. And we had this one room that just basically like people would move in, then they'd move out and they'd move in. Move out. So we always pretty much constantly on spare room. And we posted it on spare room and this guy messaged saying, hey, love your profile. Not that bothered about the room. Oh. Do you fancy going for a drink? That's amazing. And I was like, group admin. <laughs> obviously <laughs> control freak um no so I was, I was group admin and I sort of like messaged back like oh this is quite random but yeah. like 
fuck it like let's go so went for a drink this guy and we get there and it's uh in this little pub it's quite busy there's like a football match on and like I talk with my hands and I'm sure it will show (laughs) um I talk quite I talk quite a lot with my hands and he'd bought me a glass of red wine and he was like sat with a pint and in this conversation I've knocked over my red wine drink number one. Oh no all over him and his crisp white shirt no. and I was like oh my gosh this I like I'm obviously like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I was like devastated <laughs> I was like don't worry don't worry like I'm so sorry and anyway, he went off to the bathroom and in a panic I've called my housemate I'm gonna name a shaman Matt because his mum is the queen of stain removing oh, nice. and like we grew up together so like I've known her but I was like ring Jill and find <laughs> out how I get this out of his shirt I was like I need to know how it comes out of the shirt I was like do we have any products at home and he was like yeah yeah of course so he's gone into the cupboard <laughs> this guy's like blow drying himself in the bathroom and I'm like what have we got and he's like we've got you know vanish oxy action and blah 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 all this stuff so I was like great cool fine in a panic he's come back and I'm like I'll get that stain out. Don't you worry. I've got Tupperware Jill on speed dial. Um, and he was like, right, okay. So we have a few more drinks. He's very chill about it. He's so nice about it. And I'm mortified. And we wrap up a few drinks. I'm like, right then, let's uh, get that stain out of your shirt. <laughs> Obviously, just invite him back to the house. Not thinking like what this looks like. I'm just <laughs> very keen on getting that stain out. Like I've promised it and that's what I'm going to deliver. And like the reality is I've just invited this guy after a few drinks back to my house. So this is a dumb move for me. <laughs> so we're in this taxi back and it starts to like realisation hits it, like sets in. And I was like, I've really messed up here. Like, <laughs> like we've had like two drinks. I've like spilt one all over him. Like I'm not really equipped for this situation. I don't know if I can get the stain out either. I've got no <laughs> well, like, idea. The right Such false confidence in this stain removal. So we get back to the house and like everyone's gone to bed. Like it's not late, but it's late enough on a school night. And obviously he's... <laughs> seeing the inside of our house because it's all over spare room oh, so, yeah that's how he saw it so i give him the full tour as if he's gonna move in and we've done a lot of that like there's been a lot of like sales pictures on the house recently so like i was well prepped for that and we walk into the kitchen showing the kitchen's big open blank kitchen and my housemate has stitched me right up and got every single stain removing <sighs> item out on the side like i'd premeditated Spilling it on spillage. And I just wanted the ground to swallow me. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, this wasn't planned. It's this like wasn't your planned. Tools. I was this wasn't planned. This was like the panic in my voice was hilarious. So he's like, oh, so do you want my shirt then? And I was like, oh no. Oh, it looks like so, you're gonna try and undress it. So I'm like, he's like taking his shirt off in my kitchen, which is shared communally by like six other people. <laughs> So he's just stood there shirtless in my kitchen. I'm like soaking his like shirt. And I was like, well, what do I do with this guy, this shirtless guy in my house on a Tuesday night? Like, what am I doing? So obviously he stays. I don't know what this is about me or him. But I had a nice time. Yeah, I mean, he must have done. I felt felt very bad about the stain. (laughs) (laughs) Making up to do. The worst part was I lived on the fourth floor of this house and I'd not been on a date for a little while at this stage. So as we're going, like creeping up the stairs, shirts in the wash, you Mm. know, like good housewife. Um, We're walking up the stairs and I get a round of applause (gasps) from every single door we walk past. (laughs) 
because they all knew I was on a date with the guy from the spare room <laughs> yeah. and they all knew about the stain remover that was positioned up. They'd strategically gone to their rooms to do this. Yeah. So I'm like right off the... I was oh, like, this guy, snakes. I was like, this guy must think I'm an absolute psycho. <laughs> but he still stayed, which was surprising to say the least. Um, so it's safe to say he got his shirt back in pristine condition. Can mm. I just say I got the stain out? Um, but we never spoke again. <laughs> it was awful. So devastating. Oh, I can't believe though that I never spoke again, even though he stayed. That is quite shocking. Oh yeah, no, nothing like crazy went on yeah. when he stayed but like I still he think he would have just made shirtless I don't know I feel like he, yeah true <laughs> and he didn't want to borrow anything because then like <laughs> yeah. he'd have to give it back here's a silk shirt that I wear to work yeah <laughs> yeah awful absolutely awful I felt dreadful <laughs> okay um and what would your TED talk topic be oh, god this one's quite bad so I am very passionate about spreading the word about having all of your social media checked before you apply for a job okay. and locking it down. So I changed jobs about a year ago and they did say to me, like, we're going to do a really thorough background check. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Like my Instagram's locked down, my Facebook's locked down, you know, I've got no other social media. So like, yeah. cool, carry on. Turns out I had a Twitter account from a university that I didn't know was still active and existed. So I haven't used it for like five, six years. <laughs> and to my horror, they called me about two, three weeks prior it was due to start this job and said... Um, so you've already signed the contract? Signed the contract. Oh, I've gosh. quit my job. I'm literally like weeks out from starting this job. <laughs> and they call me and they say, oh, can we have like a little, you know teams meeting to discuss your employment and I'm thinking oh cool that'd be start dates you know yeah. you know the the normal what to do on your first week um and they said oh look we've gone through everything your background checks have all checked out with the exception of your social media there's some questionable social media activity and I'm like what sorry mine like because I know mine's locked down and I'm like there's no way yeah. there's no way like they must have someone with a similar name to me mm. but it's not that common so I was like Maybe not. <laughs> uh, bear in mind, I have got off a flight from New York that morning. I've mm. had no sleep. I'm so jet lagged. I'd caught COVID on the flight. So I'm also <laughs> feeling horrific. Rough. Like I'm literally feeling horrendous. And I was like, I'll just get through this call and then I'll nap. And we get on and it's like the head of HR and um, just like a junior HR person taking notes. And I'm thinking that's weird to tell me my start date. Yeah. Bizarre. Um. And they were like, we've looked through your social media and it's flagged a few things. And I was like, no, no, what? And it turns out <laughs> a fair few drinking games from uni had come back to bite me in the arse. Oh, because I didn't know I had Twitter. But uh, the internet does not forget. <laughs> <laughs> so I had them pull up in front of me on the screen and read out some tweets from when I was at university. And to say they were mortifying would be an understatement. <laughs> like, they were horrendous. Like, I cannot describe how mortified I was sat oh. there. At that point, I'm thinking, I've lost my job. Yeah. I'm going to be homeless. Like, you know, when you like to catastrophize things. Yeah. And I'm sat there thinking. Yeah, because you're thinking every other at this point, I was like, going to find this. At or... this point, I was like, if I died of COVID right now, 
so be it. Maybe it'd be okay. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> At least I went out with this, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, so no she... future prospects. <laughs> so she reads them out loud and they're on the screen in front of me, like literally screen grabs from a Twitter account that I didn't know existed anymore. Yeah, so reading out loud was not necessary. No, no, no. I thought for... she did it for effect, yeah, I'm dramatic sure. dramatic effect. She was like, we can understand, like, we can see you've not used this to count for years. Uh, like we totally understand like people do things when they're at uni and things like that. And we can see it's when you're at university. And I'm, I was like, it was a drinking game. I lost a drinking game. I'm like, yeah. Did you say they were like, yeah, I was like, there's no, I was like, that doesn't reflect me. Like it's absolutely not something I would say or put out there now or then, but it's just a case that I've lost a bet in a drinking <laughs> game. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> all these horrific things are all over the internet. So I'm, she was like, don't worry, we need you to take it down. So I get off the call. So my little nap is gone. Yeah, I'm going through my, every single part of my social media to find out what horrific, other horrific things are on the internet <laughs> that I've said or haven't said. We joke though, but like some, she said the word come out loud. Oh. And I was like, uh, oh, sorry, what? <laughs> she, she like, I can't believe your future employer is telling you like, why did you no, write no. the word come? <laughs> All over the internet, next to your name. Horrendous. Okay, we're going to move on to affection section. So what is your biggest ick? I don't think it's controversial. I think a lot of people will agree with me. Go on. Adults on scooters. Get <laughs> the out. E- the like e-bike. Uh, no, e-scooters. Scooters, uh, rollerblades, <laughs> even, even a skateboard. Anything like, for a child. <laughs> I am all for a hobby. Like uh, everyone should have something they enjoy in life. But um, if it was designed for a five-year-old <laughs> and you are in your 30s, get in the bin stop like i want to be sick like horrendous but i don't think that's controversial i think a lot of people would say that and you know what's worse if they've got a speaker (laughs) (laughs) if they've got a speaker as well glaring on their e-scooter go home and think about what you've done because it's not okay sorry rollerblades another one that's an interesting one that's more a hobby i don't want to like downplay like everyone should have a hobby it's like lots of fun but I don't know what it is. If you have you ever been through Hyde Park mm, and they were like doing and they those put like, out their weird little cones. Sco- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I've never dried up quicker. Like it's just horrendous. <laughs> I don't know why. If someone said, "Oh, do you want to go rollerblading at the weekend?" I'd be like, "No, because I'm not seven. What do you do? <laughs> like, no. Maybe I am controversial, but I think it's Nick. That's so like, funny. Never dried up quicker. No, no. I do think the little cones are a Nick. Like <laughs> you, <laughs> you had to premeditate exactly taking cones to the park. <laughs> Pitching someone at home thinking, oh, I know, cones. Today, should we... <laughs> also, imagine ordering those cones on Amazon. Where yeah. do you get them from? Do you know what the worst part is? When they don't even have proper little traffic cones. When they've got, <laughs> no, like, the football <laughs> cone. Do you remember at school when they used to, like, mark out the penalty spot? With that, like, green the whole, cone. Yes. Yeah. And they all go on that big stick thing. You, like, palm <laughs> off the stick. When they've got, like, that's even worse. Because you haven't... Yeah, they've like, nicked them from the kids' football Sunday league do- or something. If you are going to do it and look like a pillock in Hyde Park, <laughs> do it properly don't half ass it yeah don't half ass it <laughs> or also the move they do through those cones is quite icky like oh, and you know they're the showing weaving. off it's the showing off i think that's what it is that might be what is the ick it's like you know people are going to watch you yeah well, psa 
People are watching you thinking, I've never been drier and you are an egg. <laughs> so stop what you're doing and go to, I don't know, go to watch a film or something. <laughs> Find a normal hobby. I mean, that's probably really hard. If you are out there and you do... do you no, you've like, got to keep to it. Don't date me. Don't write it. Yeah, just don't write it. <laughs> okay, we're going to do your bestie rec now. Your friend's summary of why someone oh should date you. I'm actually devastated. This is going to be awful. My friend's quite savage, so... Here are some reasons why you should date my amazing friend and be the luckiest guy in the world. Not only is she kind, funny and full of entertainment, you'll never be bored of being around her. She loves her food and loves to try new things. Her favourite food is sushi, so be sure to pick the best restaurant. Top points if there is an unlimited option and the more raw, the better. She does love a night out and a dance, so be sure to take her to bar salsa so she can show off her hard work from her salsa classes. You won't regret it, as her hips don't lie. It has been said by a guy on Hinge, she has better style than J-Lo. So if that isn't a good enough review, then I don't know what is. When you are on a date, no doubt there'll be no awkward silences. But if you do need some help on a talking point, ask her about the kill in a jar story. It is one you don't want to miss. If all of this hasn't put you off and you still want to go on a date, check the lunar cycle that it isn't a full moon. She is not a werewolf, I promise. She'll just be too busy charging her crystals. Oh my god! It got more savage as okay, it went fir- on. Firstly, we need to caveat: I absolutely despise sushi. Like, Why did she say that? Because she knows how much I hate it. Oh, <laughs> oh hence the rawer the oh, better. Disgusting! Like raw, you know, like the wet fish sushi. No, I don't eat that. It's sashimi. It's grim. I can't eat that. Do you know why I can't? Because it in my head, I'm like foreskin. Yeah. Awful. It's the texture. It's cold. And I'm not. Wet, I wouldn't put gross. foreskin in my mouth voluntarily. <laughs> so I'm not putting sushi in my mouth voluntarily. And I don't like cucumber. And there's fucking cucumber in all of it. Yeah, yeah. You're fucked. If you don't I can like smell cucumber. a cucumber or a mile off. It's everywhere. I see. I don't mind avocado, but I can smell a cucumber a mile off. It makes me feel physically. Sick. One of my old housemates had that. She literally like couldn't ha- touch a sandwich if it like had it in. I can smell it if someone else had it in their lunch wow. after they finished lunch. I'm like, did you have cucumber? And think, they're like, stop. That's so weird. I think I read it's like a, it's almost like a genetic thing that some people, it's like really strong for them. Oh no, I can literally smell it across yeah. the room. Like it's horrendous. I'm like, you've got cucumber Does and they're like, stop is it. Is it like soap for you? It's, do you know what it is? I don't like weird mushy textures, hence mm. not liking sushi and things like that. But cucumber, the taste, I love, I don't mind the smell. The smell's not too much of an issue, but the taste reminds me of the wet mushy flavor because it doesn't really have much i don't think it has much flavor i just think it's gross <laughs> and like so when i smell it i instantly go to like bubble it's like in my mouth <laughs> i like can't cope with it um yeah no so sushi hard pass um she's really trying to stitch me up in that one nice um I can't remember what else she said but like um, it's probably not it's probably not true she's probably she rinsing did, me uh bar salsa Okay, yeah. Like. So people are gonna Your be like, face will mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine, I'll take that. Um so yeah, I've started like salsa dancing. So someone's gonna be like, oh, what an ick, what an awful hobby. No, lots of my friends do that now. <laughs> no, it's, it's like apparently fun. they're really fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fun. Um like Thursday night salsa. Although my first I'm like first class, sauce class. I'm not looking forward to it. Like it's so outside of my comfort zone to do something on my own without friends or like whatever. And I'm quite a confident person. I'm not like shy by any stretch of imagination. I finished my first salsa class. And I rang my mum and was like, why don't you tell me I'm autistic? And she was like, what? <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I genuinely couldn't look at anyone. 
I could barely speak. Oh. And like, I just found it so uncomfortable for the whole of the first class. And I was like, oh my God, am I on the spectrum? Like, <laughs> she was like, no, you're just being a nightmare. Like, what's wrong with you? The second class was absolutely fine. Like, everyone sort of relaxes a little bit, but I was. I was a hot mess for the whole of the first one. I was like, oh my gosh. That's really weird. Yeah, so weird. Because I'm not like shy no, at, not all. at all. But yeah, in that situation, I think it's very close. I didn't anticipate, yeah. I don't know what was wrong with me. I went to the class thinking, oh, that's fine. We'll just like learn some of the moves. And then they were like, okay, so you partner up. And I was like, huh? I don't know why I didn't yeah. anticipate that. Because it's touch strangers. And he was like, okay, so you like get into hold and it's very close. Mm. And like, I'm not an overly like touchy feely person if I don't know someone. When I'm in a relationship, yeah, I love it. Like I'm all for like a little like tap here and there. But a, a stranger? strangers yeah like, no I would not want that I'm and I'm because I'm so sure I was mostly looking at people's like stomachs or chests and they were like you know smile and enjoy it and then the whole time I'm thinking like, there's no way I'm looking up I, I, I honestly want to die so <laughs> looking, looking I, was basically, I was basically looking at his belly the whole time like <laughs> don't don't look up don't look up <laughs> so bad so yeah bath oh. That one I'll take. That one I'll she take. got in the crystals, which is funny. Oh, so ridiculous. Um, she also mentioned a story and you were like, no, 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 no. we're not putting it. Like, Whoever it. can write in can find out about that story. Yeah, that is my four or five drinks in <laughs> story. story because it's horrendous. It's like your worst story ever. Like possibly, yeah, yeah, possibly. But all my friends know it and they're like, oh, go on, just tell it. Just tell it one time. Oh, and I'm no, like, no, 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 no. And like, if they're ever in a group and there's a stranger in the group, you can guarantee someone to go, has anyone told her about? And I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop throwing me under the bus. But it is very, very, very funny. Very well rehearsed with the story. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, it's very, very funny. Mortifying. And um, yeah, <laughs> just. It's it's devastating. There's no way I can put it out there. But I mean, get me drunk enough. I'll tell yeah, everyone. Yeah. I'll tell a whole room. It's Stand a great up. incentive to take you on a date. You're gonna yeah. get the best story ever. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's horrific, but it's funny. Like it's funny to laugh at. I can laugh at it now. At the time, not so much. Yeah, yeah. It's always like in hindsight funny. Yeah, it can be painful all the time. But none of my friends can use a kiln jar now. Like none of them use. Like even if they, I get sent pictures of kiln jars. Probably once object. a month. Probably once a month. Like, ha I'm like, ha, stop. It's not funny. PTSD every time I see the word kill now. Oh, yeah, it's so, such a random thing as well. I know. I'll tell you after because yeah, it is funny. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I get it now. That's the benefit of being me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the world doesn't need to know, no, but you will I get an get insight. Know. I always do that. I'm like, yeah, you can tell me after me. Right? <laughs> okay, let's wrap up with your one word review of yourself. I would say the word that probably defines my personality would be vivacious. Is that said right? Yeah, vivacious. Vivacious, yeah. Um, Attractively lively and animated. Animated for sure. Like I can't (laughs) sit still when I talk. It's really, really annoying. I think it's a really good word. But yeah, like quite animated. I'm I'm always up for like a laugh and like a bit of fun. Attractive. Okay. We yeah, I don't know have, why I said that. We might have to reel that one I'm back. Gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know why. Beauty's in the eye of the whole I think it's just like attractively lively and animated. I think so. It's like. My personality like a, is lively and like. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not being like, not I'm saying a 12 you're attractive. Out of 10. It's attractive to yeah. other people that 
you're like warm and engaging. Yeah, I think, is I'm, what's I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm a 12 out of 10. You should pick me. But I would <laughs> but you sit, are. but I am. No, I'm just, I'm I, I can say that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't sit there and say that. But I would say I'm like, my personality is quite like out there and lively and loud. And yeah. it definitely won't. There'll be no awkward silences, that's for sure. Yeah. Like I'm quite I'm quite time. easy to talk to, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> You're sat there like, oh my God. Are you joking? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think it's a perfect way to describe you. When you walked in the door, I was in a whole like frazzle and you were brilliant. You were just like, Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got all the time, don't worry. <laughs> you were great. So yeah. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. you for having me. I hope this goes well. <laughs> it will. So if you also think adults on scooters, rollerblades or skateboards is an ick, maybe you have a stain that needs removing or you're quite interested in crystals, <laughs> contact the podcast to go on a date with this amazing individual. You can DM at Single Sounds on Instagram to get her details. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a lovely single male who may be a slight celebrity in the TV game show world. Slight teaser. And don't forget to buy your live show tickets. See you next week, guys. Bye.